Hey guys, Alex here with the AJ Nashville Podcast. Hey, I just want to take a moment and thank our sponsors. House on the Rock Home Inspection with Dave Ganatra. You can feel free to reach his team at 615-717-7900. Let me tell you, when it comes to protecting your greatest asset that you ever purchase, Dave's got you covered. Builders fear this man. Feel free to reach out to his team. Once again, 615-717-7900. Hey guys, Alex here, AJNashville.com. Here again with Mr. Jeffrey Prairie. Don't say hi, Jeff. Say hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Fucker. Still have my buddy here, Mr. Travis Cup, T Cup. Thanks for being here, brother. So this episode's kind of funny, and we're getting close to episode 100. Actually, we surpassed episode 100. I don't know what I'm talking about. But anyways, um, I want to talk about something funny. Not funny, but kind of funny. And that's when Jeff, Jeffy got stuck at sea, basically, right? Dude. Dude. So this is an interesting story, and I hope that all of you find as much humor in it as, it, as I did. But it also should be a reminder on how dangerous things can be. So Jeff is a big person on jet skis. Not a big person, literally. He's a little person on a big jet ski. <laughs> but <laughs> he's a person that enjoys jet skis, and he enjoys getting out there, and it's relaxation for him. You know, you hit the water on days where it's colder than most people enjoy water at. And I take cold showers, and you're not getting my ass out there when it's 50 degrees outside. But So you enjoy going on the lake. But there's a risk to that, and that's the whole purpose behind this podcast. Not only do I want to make fun of Jeff for getting stuck at sea, but I also want to to let people know that, hey, there's a risk in traveling and doing certain things by yourself without letting people know what it is you're doing. So I'll let you start ripping around with the story, Jeff. Mike's yours. Well, I was literally ripping around the lake. I was on Percy Priest Lake, went out on, I believe it was Sunday, and it was supposed to be decent weather, uh, close to 60, ended up being in the 50s, though. And I launched my FCR, which that ski, you know. This a fucking monster, dude. It's And it's basically brand new. I mean, the thing's immaculate. It goes, what, like 87? With my big well, ass on it, I got it like 87. It's supercharged. Yeah. This thing is a rocket. Like it, mind you, I've been on motorcycles going as fast as a motorcycle will go, you know. And this thing is scary to shoot across the lake in because you're – I don't even know that if somebody took a picture that you'd actually be on the water. I feel like you're just flying. In my experience, I've my parents have had lake houses and stuff. At seventy, I think seventy five was the most everyone because that's when the water starts to hurt your face. Yeah, whatever it's exactly. splashing out of, like, yeah. it's like razors. And then you're looking ahead and you're like, my vision can't see far enough to see where this thing's <laughs> headed to. So yeah, but brand new ski, Jeff. For those of you that don't know, Jeff is extremely, extremely meticulous. His stuff looks brand new. Even if even if it's been ridden, if there's a sticker that's peeling off, he buys a new sticker. If there's a foam thing coming up, he buys new foam. This man takes care of his stuff. So go ahead. So this ski to me isn't really all that fast. It's it's. I mean, it is it is out of the box, <laughs> I guess, for people. But um, I used to actually race them professionally. So I raced the stand up jet skis for years, and this is a sit down. So to me, this is just a big old sea couch and. It's okay, it's but a it, it, but it it moves and it's fun and you can get the wind in your hair and all that kind of jazz. So I'm out there ripping around and I leave the ramp. Everything's fine. Motor's running good. You know, I've got my subway and uh, water and some things like that. And I'm going out there and ripping around and there's no boats. Hold on your subway. So you hit the lake with a foot long. <laughs> no, I actually wanted a six inch. But <laughs> Explains it. <laughs> Short but, I should I'm assuming I'm assuming white bread. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did flatbread actually. Oh, even better. Uh, but <laughs> anyways, I'm ripping around out of the water. There are no boats. And I'm thinking, this is awesome. Like 
I love to be out there with no people on the lake. It's just you can it's peaceful. There's nature out there. It's fun. You can rip around, have a good workout, come back in, go home and enjoy the rest of your day. Well, I'm wide open, flying down kind of by the bridge. You know remember the bridge? Yeah. Was? Oh, okay, yeah. so I'm way I out the there. That. And then I go into a little cove and I'm flying through and there's some ducks and geese and stuff like that. And all of a sudden the thing just stops on me and I almost went over the handlebars because so you got to make the noise that you made when it stopped. Uh, <laughs> so I, it, it just literally almost launched me over the bars. And typically I'm thinking to myself, okay, I hit the stop switch or I pulled the lanyard off or something like that because I was ripping through the turns. And sometimes that happens. Right. So I, I stop and I'm, like, well, actually, I didn't stop. It stopped. I look at the thing, and I'm going, okay, the lanyard's still hooked up. What's up? So I hit the start button. Zero compression. The thing's cranking, and it's just going, wee, 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 wee. I love so, the sound effects. So, That's what makes the story worth it. it <laughs> and, and, and normally the thing's like, boom, 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 you know, kind of thing. So <laughs> The sea couch is like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Is it cammed? Is it cammed so you can hear the lobes hit? It's like, boom. Dude, with that when that supercharger kicks in, you you noticed it. Oh you yeah, can feel that supercharger. The wheels spool up, and I mean it's yeah. three hundred horsepower total. It's so beast. It's got more horsepower than my first truck did. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's 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 literally sitting right at three hundred. Yeah, my first truck had ninety four horsepower. <laughs> so basically, what it is is it's if you motorcycle enthusiasts are out there, it's basically like an R one motor with a supercharger on it. Yeah, so it's fast. It's a one point eight liter supercharged motor. Nice. So. It's dead. Yeah. Okay. Normally, these things throw codes. They go into what you call limp mode, mm-hmm. and a little little light I know will flash. A little something about that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. You're out on the lake with a six inch in limp mode. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm thinking, okay, let's try this again. I hit the start button again. Nothing. Wee 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 wee. Right. Wee 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 okay. wee wee. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I pop the hood open pop the seat off because the engine sits under the seat directly. So I pull that off and I'm looking there and I'm going, okay, well, I don't see any smoke. It's not hot. I don't see any kind of major issues. There were no warning signs before this happened. And so I'm like, okay, well, maybe some, maybe the spark plug caps came off, right? Because that's a viable thing. Or maybe there's a loose connection with a plug or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at the fuel rail, looking for things to, to, to try, and, try, and, try and temper with or tamper with, not temper. And I'm trying to harden it. I'm yeah. trying to harden these wires. I need to make this harder. But my six inches. Yeah. Right. But my six inches in limp mode, and I can't make it tamper. Can't make it. So, so I, I pull. So you're tampering your six inch. Yeah, I pull. I pull the uh, the engine cover off, and there's no the spark plugs are fine. Everything's cool. I hit yeah. the start button again because I kind of you know played with all the connections, try to see if there was anything that would make it work. Just tugging on some stuff and, you know, yeah. seeing if it would. I was doing nope, the tu- I, still I, flop mode. I, I did the tug and pull and, and there was nothing going <laughs> on. So, it, you know, usually sometimes if you tug and pull on something, it works. It shoots at you. Well, something happens. Here we go. <laughs> it, it didn't happen. So I hit the start button again. Nothing. So I'm thinking, okay, well, what do I do? I call my roommate and my roommate, if you don't know him. Derek. He's, Shout out to Derek. Yep. He's 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 a good guy. He's yes. He also works at a motorsports. He's the finance manager at American Motorsports in Don't Nash- give away that much information. No, <laughs> People are gonna be showing up yeah. and be like, hey, yeah. are you Jeff's roommate? All right. <laughs> so I call him and he's like, Well, I don't know what you should do. And I'm like, Well, can you 
Come out here, get on the stand-up jet ski that's on the trailer, get my spare tr- a spare key, get the, the thing, and put it in the water and come out and find me with the tow rope. So the only thing I heard you say is, hey, do you want to come out and get hypothermia with me? <laughs> right. Okay, that's so exactly that's what, what that heard too, sounds like. Right. There's no extra wetsuit. There's no nothing. And the other thing is there's no lanyard. So he would actually have to take a zip tie to start the stand-up jet ski. And if he fell off the stand-up jet ski, it would take which, off. It would just keep going, correct? So it would in idling, you know, but it would keep going. So um, and knowing Derek, he doesn't know how to really ride a stand up jet ski. So chances are he's probably going to fall off the thing a few times right at the ramp. So well, he could have zip tied it to himself. Like he could have zip tied it to his wrist. And then, <laughs> and then drag I mean, his ass along behind it, it, it. It's better than the fucking thing shooting into the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know if Amy's listening to this or not, but I'm sure she wouldn't want to hear an insurance complaint or an insurance claim being filed because your roommate zip tie fell off while he was riding a stand up <laughs> right. to the fucking rocks. <laughs> so so here's where this gets serious. So he, he goes, well, let me see what I can do. He hangs up, calls a few people, tries to call the sheriff's department and some other things like that because obviously you're going to try and see who might be available to come out and tow you in. Yeah. And that's when I started to get a little nervous because there's literally no boats out there. And, and it's getting dark. It's getting darker. It's cold. It's it's, it's cold. Have yeah. you eaten your sandwich? I did. Okay. I did have some peanuts left. So, <laughs> you are an odd bird. <laughs> so, um, and I had water, but I had no way to start a you fire. You had tons of water yeah. all around you. Yeah, lake water too. Drink up, buttercup. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and the ski that I'm on is, is a, at least a thousand pound ski. So paddling the thing with my hands and legs not going far. Yeah. I started to try and kick to try and get towards shore, like kick, kick, paddle kind of a deal. No. No. So I'm thinking, okay, well, what do I do? Well, Derek calls me back and he goes, well, I don't really know. What you, you know, there's really nothing to do. Yeah. Um, and I said, well, go into my – I'll make one more call. Go into my safe. Get my spare keys to my truck and you're going to have to come out and get on this stand-up, freeze your ass off and come, come drag me in. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, not gonna I happen. hear silence. I'm yeah. like – Dude, hey, are you there? That would have been a downtown. He's, like, he's like, well, he's like, I'm getting ready to go ride my motorcycle. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm out here freezing my ass out on my on the jet ski, and I might get hypothermia and die if you don't come rescue me. But yeah, well, I'm getting ready to die, so right. maybe your motorcycle like, well, can wait. Well, and Sir, Der- you if, took the risk. And again, if you don't know Derek, <laughs> he he would be quiet, and he would just kind of like not really want to go do that. So he, <laughs> so he, he, I could just see him going. Oh, okay. What the fuck am I going to do about this? Right. So, anyways, hang up the phone. I call another good buddy that uh, is a friend of Alex's. Mr. Aaron Hernandez. Yep. Was he just hanging out? Well, I don't know if he was hanging out, but <laughs> he, he was. But the cool thing about Aaron is this he'll usually pick up the phone no matter what, unless he's on the track. And yeah, what's the one question you ask him? Hey, are you on the track? <laughs> no, so, motherfucker. I just answered the phone. <laughs> literally, that's what I asked him. I said, hey, you at the track today? <laughs> that's because he pretty much lives out there. Right. You know? And he goes, no. He goes, he goes, no, no. What's up? And I'm like, dude, you'll never guess what happened. I'm stuck out on Percy Priest Lake right now, and I have no clue what to do. And I've had it. I've got a six inch in my stomach, and it's in limp mode. <laughs> <laughs> right. And... uh <laughs> Then I, I got a shit. And then I hear silence. <laughs> <laughs> so then Aaron kind of chuckles and he goes, no, actually, uh, I think I have friends out at the marina right now. Yeah. I'm like, no way. He's like, yeah, I think I do. So he hangs up. He goes, I'll call you back. He goes, and if y'all don't name, know me, of course, I'm technically challenged. Alex knows this. Alex knows this to the extent of 
an extent. This motherfucker shouldn't have a cell phone in his pocket. He should have a typewriter. <laughs> you know, like he's text messaging messages have that Atticus. he mails to people. Yeah, exactly. Right. An Atticus? Yeah. An Abacus. Abacus. I thought I said shit wrong. Well, hey, you know. But um, we, we can't all – trust me, there's a lot of words that get past me. So anyways, so, go ahead. So he goes, yeah, I'll, I'll have them, uh, you know, come out and, and tow you in. And he goes, they're eating lunch at the marina, and I'll, I'll have them help you. But he goes, well, where are you at? And I'm thinking, <laughs> I want the you should ask. <laughs> I go, I'm on the lake and I go, honestly, I have no clue. I'm out in the middle of damn nowhere. That's his response. I'm on the lake. <laughs> Somewhere on the water. Right. And he's like, well, is there a ramp? Is there a, a, a road? I'm like, nope. Yeah. And he's I'm like, lost at sea. Well, you, we got to find you. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know how to do that. He goes, well, ping me. And send send a ping or whatever. And I'm like, what the hell's a ping? Ping. <laughs> right. He goes. He goes. Well, well Jeff's send- like, I don't play golf. I don't have. <laughs> yeah. And he goes. Well, send me a ping, and I'm like, I, I, what's a ping? And I'm thinking to myself, I, I don't know what you're talking about, and I don't know how to do this. And so I said, Well, hey, Aaron, I don't know what that is, and I'm technically challenged. What do I do? And Aaron starts laughing again. <laughs> no, actually, he's very kind. I'm like you, you bastard. He's very is Fucking idiot. I'm <laughs> not going to save you now. <laughs> right. I mean, die. <laughs> he might have muted the phone and laughed, and but came back. But Aaron's a cool guy, so he basically says, <laughs> "I'm not I'm like you, dick. Fuck Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, um, and it, that was one of the things I said. Don't tell Alex because he'll make fun of me for days on this. <laughs> but he goes. <laughs> He goes, which uh, I still am. <laughs> he goes, all you got to do is go to Google Maps. I go, I don't have Google Maps. And Alex and I had this conversation yesterday about Google. Um, and he goes, well, just go to one of the map things on your phone. Right. And then drop a pin. It, yeah. And drop a pin. And I'm like, well, let's drop a pin. He goes, it'll just automatically find you. And then just send that location to me. All you have to do is push the little button that looks like a square and a little arrow. And that will send it to, and then message it to me. And right. So I did. And the damn thing worked. Of course. That's technology. usually how technology <laughs> I'm, I, And I, that was the first experience with technology that I actually appreciate to an extent that I can't tell you. Right. He says it like people are skeptical over Google Maps. He's like, I can't believe Google Maps. The map stuff works. What the fuck like, is Google? Shit. GPS coordinates got them there. It's crazy. The damn thing works. In the middle of the damn water. I was <laughs> right. I was really blown well, away Well, you know they this. use GPS to find people in the middle of the fucking desert, right? <laughs> Which is much bigger than Percy Priest, just so you know. <laughs> but it was awesome. And these guys came out, and actually, it was some people that we know. Yeah. So, the really cool guys. Yep. Came out there. Caleb and, and, yep, and his and buddy. Justin, yep. And they came out there. Well, and, who's he with? Justin Edwards? Justin, yep. Justin Edwards, or, uh, or maybe not Justin uh, Edwards. It doesn't matter. And, and they came out in a jet boat with a 454 on it. They're like, we're going to pull you really fucking fast. He goes, yeah, he goes, this is going to be loud. I'm like, that's okay. I'd yeah. be loud is cool. It's better than being frozen out here in the middle of nowhere. Right. You should have been like, well, my funeral would have been loud too. So right. this kind of trumps that. So they towed no me intended. in and uh, super cool. And I got saved. And that was the first time I've actually used technology. But to go back to the fact that. Yeah, could Normal. you imagine pulling your typewriter out and trying to get the GPS location? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I literally was kick, kick paddling and try, and it was windy out too, so it was pushing me around all over the and place. And you're in it now, so you're in a wetsuit mm-hmm. at this point. So at least the temperature. Well, how many mil wetsuit did you have? It on? was only a three, so, so I it's wore, a light wetsuit. It's a very lightweight wetsuit. Typically, that wetsuit's used for water that's maybe seventy to eighty degrees because yeah. you can actually get chilled. It's actually a dive suit. 
because of scuba dive. So when you wear a three millimeter wetsuit, you typically wear it in 72, 73 degree water. Um, so precise. 72, 73. I'd have been like from 60 to whatever, 60 to hell. Right. <laughs> so in, if I would have had a five mil or a seven mil on, I would have been fine. But yeah. in a three mil, I started to get chilled quick. Well, it was cold and you're on the water yeah. and you're scared and you don't know how to use technology. Well, and I wasn't scared. You're a fucking liar. I was nervous because. No, you were scared. I like comfort. You're scared and you had a six inch in your mouth. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and your ski so, just went into limp mode. <laughs> so the thing is, though, is is situations like that you don't realize when you go out on your on your own, whether it's a long drive somewhere, whether it's a long walk in the in the in the hills or something like that. Matter of fact, I've gotten lost at Percy Warner Park before. That's a huge park to go hiking in in Nashville. Here, you got lost, dude. Seventeen miles deep what into this fuck? thing. Well, first of all, who the fuck walks 17 miles? miles. <laughs> well, I mean, you know me. I like to go on. And I don't even put that many miles on my truck. <laughs> yeah. So 17 miles, no food. He you, was getting ready to say, you know me, I like to go in deep. No, I don't <laughs> know you. <laughs> so, so you know, you go on these adventures and you don't really know what to expect, but you really don't expect anything bad to happen or think of anything bad to happen. So it's good to be prepared. Uh, we talk about preparedness in business. Preparation. Yeah. H. Yeah. Yep. Preparedness. Preparedness. <laughs> uh, you know, that's like y- you talk about these things for business. You talk about them for trips. And most of the time you don't really get prepared to do stuff. Well, yeah. Well, the biggest thing is, is you need to be aware of how and who to contact under an emergency circumstance. Like we talked about before, you need to have that saved in your phone or on a piece of paper. I guess if you don't have your phone on you, it doesn't matter. But have it saved with you. This way, if something like that does ever happen and it's on a weekend where most people are non-responsive anyways, you can get somebody to help you. Honestly, you probably could have dialed 911. They would have laughed their ass off at you. (laughs) But you could have dialed if it got to that extreme of an emergency where nobody's going to come out and get you. Because I'll tell you this much. If you would have called me, I would have came out there. And I would have dialed 911 for you because I ain't getting in that cold-ass water. So. And the reason I didn't call you is because I knew you'd laugh your ass off on this But one. the other thing is, is keeping, <laughs> you know, you need to have like a, a little spare battery pack. Because what happens if they need to find your location and they can't because you're out there? Because That was crazy. the other thing. My phone was actually literally on like 40% battery life. 40% is a lot. That's, that's like that's some <laughs> Not special technology. My phone yeah, goes fast, though. Like, the, like it drops really quick. I don't understand it, but well, it's it does. probably because it never runs down and then boosts back up to complete charge. Could be it. You know, those batteries have a memory, so you need to let it drain all the way and then mm-hmm. charge all the way, then drain. You know, I thought that was a scam when people were like, I did, too. Like, that's why I didn't really do that. Liars. And, you know, they proved that, hey, you know, you have to actually do this because your your phone has a memory that it gets to a certain point and it says, all right, time to die. And it's just, whoop, I thought that gone. was a bunch of bullshit. I thought it was too, but evidently it's not. Okay. So I'm not a scientist. I don't know any better. We're just going to go with it. But, no, having a small spare battery pack. That goes for any of you that are hiking, that are out on the, the lake, that are doing anything where people don't know where you're going. I don't know if you've watched these fucking movies or not where these people get trapped and no one knows where they're at. Dude, it's horrible. And they're biting their arm off in order to get out. Like, that's some scary right. shit. It is. See, but I was raised on, like, almost single-handedly one phrase. If you're going to be dumb, you better be tough. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's really, like I said, that's, that, I heard that six times this last weekend. That. Yeah, yeah, that was like, that was, and it didn't really matter what. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Of just, like. 
like, oh, look, the sun's licking the you know light socket. Yeah. Nah, don't stop them. Exactly. It'll toughen He'll them up a little learn. bit. Or yeah. make them smarter, one or the other. You know? Watch this. He's going to shoot fire out of his ears. <laughs> <laughs> but that was always my thing. Every time I got lost, I've, I've anticipated. Like, he's like, oh, man, I could never see that happening. Like, yeah. Every time, but I just think in my head, like if, as soon as something goes wrong, I'm like, yep, no, I'm stupid. Yep. Here we go. We're yep. going to work this Here we one go. out. This is going to be like, fine. I would have started immediately pushing from the back. I've had to swim one back from like a half a mile, not nearly. You know, yeah, five miles is a lot, dude. That's I, a lot. That's like what I was said, it took me forever. It took me like 20 minutes to get the sea moving. Yeah. Like I just sat back kicking it. And mm-hmm. once it got forward, I swam in front of it and was able to pull it from forward very slowly using a lot of energy, but I'm fat. I yeah. got a lot of it stored up. I could do this for like, <laughs> I'll I tell you what, <laughs> that fucking sea would have been sitting there floating in the middle of the lake and I swam back and be like, hey, we need to go back out there and get the sea you find my sea <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. So. Those of you that are listening, make sure that if you're going on trips, if you're doing things, you know the resources that you need to reach for the emergency or whatever it may be. Make sure you're prepared, you know, especially if you're going, dude, you were 17 miles in like the woods. Cell phones could get out there to where they don't even work at that point. So then what do you do? You can't be like, oh, here, let me call them real quick. Well, and I didn't have my phone on me at that time. Yeah, at that point, you need to fucking like shoot a flare in the air or start a forest fire or something, you know? Well, literally, (laughs) I try and get out before it gets shot. Well, speaking of forest, motivates you to run. (laughs) Speaking of forest, it was actually a ranger that actually found me. Um, he was driving up one of the the roads that were up there. And right. The the thing is 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 there's people out there, but it's it's few and far between. It, well, and you can get really lost, and you don't know what type of person you're going to encounter. Like here's this strange person that's been walking for 17 miles, and I'm sitting on my porch drinking a cup of Jack on my log cabin, and I see this weirdo walking out of the woods. You're not coming in my house. <laughs> it's yeah. not happening. You know. Well, and and the thing is, is I started to get hungry, and I was starting to kind of get like. Um, hypoglycemic mm-hmm. and after that amount of time out there and you're starting to get hypoglycemic i mean people realize you can we, we hear podcasts all the time that yeah. well and you hear podcasts all the time that people can live without food for quite a while water no but food you can live for quite a while without it yeah um, especially me but your brain doesn't work very well right so you know you get even more disoriented well and so the ranger when he picked you up was he like come here let me give you some sugar no oh I don't know if he was soliciting. Nah, he he just he <laughs> drove me back to the right parking lot because there's about ten parking lots for that particular right park, and they're all over the place yeah. because it's a big park. Well, see, fortunately, there are people like that that are out there that are looking for people like you that get lost. You know, you should have Hensel and Gretel it. You should have thrown some breadcrumbs <laughs> on the floor so you could have came back and like, boom, there's my breadcrumb. You're lucky you would have fucked somebody else up, and a week later they'd have been like, the lady was following breadcrumbs and she got lost, and we don't know where she's at. Yeah, so it's probably good you didn't do that, but. We are glad to have you here, obviously. You've had an extended vacation and everything else, so I'm definitely glad to have you back because there's a lot of shit I have to do that I don't want to do. So <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But anyway, so be prepared. doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're getting out there, you know, it's getting cold now. Cars break down. Brand new cars break down. You see brand new cars on the side of the these road all the time. these days, yeah. Throw a fucking blanket in the trunk. Throw some your kids. Throw a coat in there. Throw some some hand warmers. Yes, I know it's a pain in the butt, but if you put it in a little duffel bag or something like that, throw it in the car, you have it. Up there up north, you know, it's not uncommon for northerners to have blankets and stuff in the car. I've got two blankets in my truck right yeah. now just for this trip for the blizzard thing. I don't know if I'm going to end up having a four-wheel drive through the woods and then go beat exactly. a deer to death with a club. That would be fucking know. awesome. And, and some video, kind, of, some kind of food or energy because food is a big deal. Like when you're stranded somewhere, that's like the biggest thing. It is. Thing. I, I'm 255 pounds. I'll be, be good food. for a while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm in a dirt runner. I'll chase something. I'll chase a squirrel until <laughs> it falls one out. I don't give a shit. But yeah, I mean, but preparation like that. You're out there traveling. You don't know when weather gets bad, especially if you're out shopping. You're at the mall. You know, you come out and there's 
ice on the ground. And now you're stuck 30 miles from home and you got to make it there and your kids are in the car and everything else. You need to be prepared. And that goes for anything. It goes for just driving down the road and making sure that you have the proper tools if you get stuck on the side of the road. Um, if somebody gets stuck in the lake, who the fuck goes in the lake when it's 30 degrees, but whatever. But anyways, <laughs> hopefully that helps some people out. Please be safe out there. The holiday season is upon us. Christmas is right around the corner. For those of you that celebrate Christmas, I know I do. I wish everybody that's listening to this, obviously, Merry Christmas. But thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys soon.